We are in the new day. <laughs> and God said, relax. Relax. Stop thinking so much. Stop overthinking things. Stop thinking so much to overthink things. Relax. Just allow Holy Spirit to flow in and through you. Calm down. God said to us, calm down. You all understand? He said, calm down. We try to do things so perfectly. And it's taken away from Holy Spirit to move in and through us perpetually. Enjoy the journey. We try to do things so right. But the thing is, we've been made right. Let Holy Spirit flow in and through us. God said, out of our belly shall flow rivers of living water. Let the water flow. Let the words of life flow. Sometimes God will have us to be still and quiet and wait for a fresh revelation. Wait for a deposit. And once we feel that deposit entering into our spirit, right in our belly as it's girded with truth, let it flow. Let that river of living water flow out of you without overthinking, thinking too much. Is it going to be right? Is it going to go right? Is it going to sound right? It is what it is because God says it is. And this word is not just for you. Before any messenger give a message we're supposed to embrace it ourselves. Now I say supposed to. Because <laughs> sometimes it's so, you know, so quick to ditch it out. But guess what? When that reality comes knocking on our door, when we ditched out, we have to apply that. We cannot so soon to forget. Especially being a messenger who's carrying a message. A messenger is not filled with mess. <laughs> Hallelujah. God want me to give you a testimony very quickly as to what he's talking about regarding us right now, this day. Stop overthinking it. Relax. Some of us are even thinking too much in our sleep and it's robbing us of our peace for our sleep to be sweet. We're tossing and turning. And sometimes when God have us up, we're trying to figure out why we're sleepless and we're tossing and turning and we're rushing God with the encounter. God, what do you want to say? Say it, say it, say it. What do you want to do? God, do it, do it. God's like, shh, be still, be still and know, be still and know that I am your God. Let me give you this dream God has just wakened me up from. I'm right in front of this baby boy. And this little boy needed everything at one time. A diaper, food, bathe, comfort. You understand? So many things at one time. And this child was letting me know. It's time. In fact, it's past due. Hurry up. I'm hungry. Hurry up. I'm sitting in this diaper. I feel uncomfortable. Hurry up. I need to be bathed. Hurry up. 
I want the comfort while I receive the bathing, while I receive the food and the diaper change. Hurry up. Hurry up. And there I was with all of the things that, and more than enough things to take care of this kid. And like three different sets of everything. But I was trying to do it so perfectly. I was strategizing in my mind how to do each thing so perfectly. But the thing is, while I was thinking, wasn't nothing getting done because I'm trying to do it so perfectly. So they just allow it to flow with the knowledge that we already have. You are gifted. You are equipped fully to take care of every responsibility in ministry. Stop wondering. Stop worrying. Stop panicking. What if... What if this? How can I? What if this happened wrong? This, this, this. God say, relax. I was not relaxed in this dream. And as much as I've been, you know, equipped and educated and experienced taking care of children at a young age, there I am in a dream. You understand? Trying to strategize how to make it be done so perfectly. But it wasn't getting done. It was just in a thought. Okay, do this first. Okay, then do that. I'm strategizing. Do this, do this, do that, and do that. But I wasn't doing anything first. Everything was just in my mind, and I was not putting any thought to action. I was not putting anything to action. That's like wanting to release a demo, and they say push play, and you still have it on stop. We have to hear what you have. Push play, and you still have it on stop. Push play, then you put it on pause. Push play, you take it out and flip the disc. Push play, and God's like, do it, do it, do it, but calm down. You understand? It's like going on an interview. You already know what to bring to the interview. No one goes on an interview without a resume. No one goes on an interview without presenting themselves. No one goes on an interview looking any kind of way. You go fully equipped. No one goes inside the house of God to fellowship and not expecting to have an encounter with God. Not expecting to become changed, to be better, to even hear from God. No one just comes to sit down and beat the air. No one opens up a fridge and not expect to grab any food out, just looking to see what's in there. No, no one picks up the phone and don't say hello. You equipped to say hello. You educated to say hello. You have awareness, the knowledge, understanding to say hello. No one gonna be in a journey with God and not know what to do. You may not know everything as it is to do, but lean not to your own understanding. That is doing something. Lean it not in all your ways. That's still doing something. Acknowledging God. That's still doing something as you direct our path. And this little baby was like, Harry up. I'm dirty. I'm and this baby was like, oh my God. I kept picking the baby up like, oh my God, you do need to be wiped off. You need to be bathed. You do need a diaper. But I wasn't doing it. And it's not that this is going to happen to me. Because it's far from happening to me. But God was just showing me, don't try to do things so perfectly. Just let Holy Spirit move through you. You know how to nurture. You know how to bathe. You know how to preach. You know how to teach. You know how to draw. And I'm, speak, I'm speaking over all regarding all of us. You know how to draw. You know how to be a mother. You know how to be a daughter. You know how to be a father. You know how to be a brother. You know how to be this. You know how to be that. You're fully equipped for all of that. Just be. A lot of times we... You know, we're going through so much for no reason at all. 
You ever panic when we're preparing to do something together and we all begin to panic, trying to make it so perfectly? Then we begin to be frustrated. It's not working right. It's not going out right. Now, why doesn't it happen according to plan all the time? Because God wants us to allow Holy Spirit to move, flow through us. See the difference in my voice? Flowing through us. Hallelujah. Allowing Holy Spirit to flow in and through us. It's not, okay, what's next? What's next, God? Okay, I got to, I got to. Okay, I got this, I got this, I got that. And there goes us being overwhelmed. And God is the creator of space. He knows how to space out our schedules. That we have more than enough time for self-love, self-care to gather our thoughts. You understand? God will not have us in ministry being too busy that nothing gets done. And that, that will happen to me in the dream. My mind was too busy trying to come up with something so perfect, so overly excited to be so perfect that it wasn't getting done. And right before I decide to, you know, just go ahead and just do it, God, you know, he had me to wake up and get on here to you. So excuse my morning voice. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but seriously, let Holy Spirit flow. When we out in ministry, let it flow. Let it flow. God told me to dance. A week before Thanksgiving, dance. I want you to dance. And I always dance for God. You know, I'm so used to freestyle dancing. And now God has shown me how to come together with choreography. Following someone else's, you understand, ways of doing it. We're using my gifts and the moves that God placed, you know, within me. Bless me and place within me as others. And that's new to me. Because when you're dancing by yourself, you do your own thing. So I was like, Father, in front of everybody, no matter how good we are, sometimes we're like, Father, what if this, what if that? What if I miss a move? What if I move too fast? What if I move too slow? Some of us might say, what if I sing too loud? What if I forget the words? And sometimes, guess what? It has happened to us. We forgot the words or we sung off key. Or we didn't know what to be, you know, didn't receive the right key. We still sing it. They moved on to the next verse. <laughs> it happens. But we cannot be so wrapped up around things being so perfect that if things don't go according to plan, we feel like it's the end of the world. And I was tossing and turning, God, in front of everybody. <laughs> Kanisha, you're fine. And guess what blessed me? Christ said, look, just look at me. Everything you do, do it unto me. Even when I preach. The larger the crowd, I'm like, okay, now I'm not going to be the one that try to lie and be like, oh, I'm always, you know, 
like I'm not, you know, I have to stir myself up. Yeah, I have to every time. It could be the same crowd every time, but it's still, you understand, a crowd and me giving a message. And before I go out and minister, I'm like, you know, in front of any church or any crowd, I'm like, okay, God, all right, I got it, I got it, I got it. All right, let's do this. It's like before you sing or before you draw, before you dance, before you teach, whatever it is, you present your food to somebody that you know you really honor, which everybody you do honor. And you give it to somebody who don't know what your food tastes like. And you're like, okay, you know, how you like it? You understand? Come on. I hope they like it. I hope it wasn't too salty or wasn't too sweet. I hope it wasn't overcooked or undercooked. You understand? Let somebody come to your restaurant and you're like, oh God, uh, y'all serve them good. Y'all go ahead. Hurry up. Good. Get them what they want. You know, make sure they don't get them no, nothing dirty. Don't get them. You understand? Stuff like that. Even when people come to your house, make sure that bathroom clean. Make sure the dish is not in the sink. Make sure everything clean. You know, spray it, all these things. Come on. We do these things all the time. You ever had somebody knock on your door unexpectedly? You can't just leave them out there in the hallway. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> or somebody, you know, need a ride from you. And you that's the time that you left all the trash in the car. Didn't even go to the car wash. Didn't even vacuum inside. And you're like, wow, I can't tell them no. But what do we say? Excuse my car. Excuse my place. Excuse my voice. Excuse my choreography. I mean, it wasn't the best, but excuse, but just allow Holy Spirit to flow. And when Holy Spirit flow, it is our best because we're out the way and we're bringing him all the glory, honor, and praise. Let's just stay focused on him in ministry because this kid out in his dream, I was like, what is this guy? What dream is this guy? And he want me to testify this because it goes along with this message. Who sits in front of a kid and thinking about what to do first when you know what you know what to do and nothing getting done? And this child is like, help me. <laughs> I can't do it myself. I need a new diaper. I need new food. And that's something that we would never do. But God let me know it's not going to be perfect all the time. And no sense that we want it to be to flow smoothly. It's going to be times that you got to deny frustration. That child may be screaming. Then you might have to phone call. Then you might got to give a word. Then you might got to pray. He teaches us how to strategize and multitask without becoming frustrated. You may got to preach and sing and dance at the same time. Don't be frustrated. It may be 10 people that are supposed to be involved with you, but only two show up. Don't be frustrated. Just let Holy Spirit flow. You may have somebody knock on your door hungry and you're like, wait, go to the grocery store. What we got up in here? We got to whip up something quick. Let Holy Spirit flow. You invited to this prestigious ceremony. Oh, really? What do I got to wear? Oh, God. Let Holy Spirit flow. Holy Spirit is a comforter. Our personal comforter due to us having a personal relationship make it more personal with holy spirit we need holy spirit instructions that's how we remain comfort you know comforted that's how we remain in comfort hallelujah hallelujah be some things that we just know we we know what we're doing from the front and back at we could do it in our sleep when it's time to release it in front of people, we want it to be so perfect. When we go live, it got to be perfect. Watch the camera. Make sure no noise in the background. Hey, hey, watch out. Move out the way. Put the light on me this way. No, get my good side. 
No, let's spirit. The Holy Spirit flow. Sometimes we be live and we look at look at ourselves. Oh my God, look at my stomach in that in that picture. Oh, look at my stomach in that video. Oh my God. You know, let the Holy Spirit flow. Look at my knees. They ask you. Look at my ankles. Oh, God. Let Holy Spirit flow. My hair sticking up. Oh, this is showing. Oh, this shouldn't be showing. Let it flow. I got this to go on my team. I got this. I got Let it flow. You understand? My toupee raising up. Let it flow. Look at my lashes. Let it flow. Look at my handwriting. I misprint a word. I mistyped a word. Let it flow. It's okay to say, you know, this happened, but, you know, hey, here it is. You understand? But let's not do that all the time because doing that all the time comes from insecurity and low self-esteem. When we keep trying to justify well, we know what we know how to do. We well, could be better next time. They didn't even say anything about it. You know, have confidence in yourself. Same goes for me, much more. Hallelujah. I was like, God, what kind of dream is this? And God was just showing me something that you really know how to do with your eyes closed. Don't overthink it. Don't overthink how to do things. You understand? Just relax and let Holy Spirit flow through us. Even when we collaborate with new people, let Holy Spirit flow in the conversations. Sometimes we don't know what to say because we're nervous around people we don't be around. Just making up random things to talk about has not even nothing to do with the encounter. Just let it flow. Sometimes we over-exaggerate and exaggerate even. <laughs> Let Holy Spirit flow. Hallelujah. And that's all God wanted me to say. This is a very interesting, you know, morning day for me. It feel like my life, which is actually, I'm in a new chapter today. If I'm in a new chapter, you are in a new chapter and I'm like, hold on, wait a second. You ever been like, hold on, what's happening here? Wait, 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 wait. Oh my God. You understand? <laughs> I feel like that right now. My life was like that. Now it's like this. Oh my God. <laughs> you understand? I have cheer. I have bliss. And it feels very good. And I want to share it with you. I was tossing and turning. God, I dance in front of you. I'm not trying to go out there and dance in front of everybody like that. God says, Quenisha, there's not the first nor the last. You got it. You got it. I'm like, what if I forget the steps? You got it. I've been going back and forth, back and forth. I was about to say, God, how about I do it another occasion? I could do something else for the occasion. Just not that. It became a burden on my back. I felt so at ease if I didn't do it. And God said, Quenisha, 
They would be so high disappointed if you didn't do it. They're counting on you. You guys work so hard together. Don't, don't chicken out now. You understand? I told you the word applies to me too, don't it? Because didn't I just give you that word yesterday? <laughs> didn't I just give you that yesterday? Don't come this far and chicken out. And look at me, bark, bark. Come on, Quanisha, chicken, chicken. Bark, bark, chicken, chicken, bark, bark. You understand? You okay? You understand? Because certain things happen. I be wanting things to be perfect when I do things. If we rehearse something and I don't care if it's in anything, painting or anything, I'm expecting it to go the way we rehearse. And sometimes it doesn't. We could get out there and everything switch up. And I'm like, what is this? Oh, God. <laughs> Not used to this. Are you saying everything being perfect? And it's not going to be that way every time. And when I mean perfect, being it flowing according to plan. It's not going to be that way. Just enjoy it. It don't matter if you fail, God forbid. But if you fail, just keep going. And God is having us to feel that. And we say that because we shouldn't care about the cares that we cast upon him. But use the care and feel the care, the care that he cares for us. Hallelujah. Seriously. I was like, God, oh my goodness, God, you understand? And we got this, we got this. And I was like, Jesus. <laughs> and I feel so much better, you know why? Just let Holy Spirit flow through me and flow through you. There's no such thing as a perfect parent. I was trying to be a perfect parent in this dream, apparently, with this baby. And this baby wasn't wanting no perfect parent. He would just want a right now parent. <laughs> I don't want no perfect. Just do something. <laughs> Take this diaper off. Give me my food, please. Hold me. Bathe me. It was like everything needed to be done at that one time. And I'm already equipped for it. But I was trying to come up with a different strategy. There are no different strategies when you're already fully equipped to release who you are. Don't go outside of the writing. Don't go outside of Holy Spirit's instructions. Sometimes we try to do things so hard and try to do the best. Even when it comes to singing, try to sing so heart sing so well that it's not coming out right. If we relax, you know that's how we, we freestyle doing things is better because it's not rehearsed. That's why. And things that are rehearsed, it sounds great too, but it takes tension off when it's just happening in the spirit because you know why? We're letting Holy Spirit flow. So even when we're doing things that are rehearsed, still have Holy Spirit to flow the same way. That's all God is saying. When you bake that pie, let Holy Spirit flow through you before you present it so the love can be in it. 
and not insecurity. Nothing worse than us being insecure about what we fully equipped to do. No one wants a lack of confidence presented before them. Oh, if you don't know how your food going to taste it, I don't want any. How does it, I mean, do you like it? No. Oh, you're going to like this because this is going to be the bomb.com. <laughs> let me taste, let me taste. Mmm, you understand? I have a design for you. I have a song for you. I have lyrics for you. I have, you understand, a, a sound of music for you. And there it goes. Because of our confidence, I have a hairstyle for you. It's not, I hope you like it. Did I cut it too much? Did I color it too much? Is it too tight? No, it's just right. Hallelujah. It's like I'm not even to go to sleep. My spirit is too awake. My spirit is too excited. Yeah. For just this new chapter. And new chapter means a better version of me. When I say promises, I mean everything God says to us, guys. Regarding people, places, and things. There's nothing singled out. And I feel so good to just come out and let you guys know I was going back and forth being nervous. And it feels so good to feel me being sharpened by your spirits that are awake. Our spirits never sleep. And your spirits are saying to me, Quenisha, Q, Nene, whatever. You got this. You got it. You got it. A part of me is like, can you do it for me? <laughs> can you dance for me? <laughs> can you dance? Oh, can you dance with me? <laughs> But you guys, not created to put a pacifier in my mouth. Neither am I created to put one in yours. That's why God said, iron sharpens iron. Even me as a messenger need sharpening and quickening too. And I'm just honest enough, modest enough to let you guys know I need you. I didn't have to tell you that. I could have you to think that I, you know, I got it all like that. I'm powerful, all this, I'm that. And you guys know that we all human. I was going through tossing and turning. Father, it's coming up soon. It's coming up very soon. And it's a service where everybody's going to come. Father, please. Why ask this of me? Because you love me. Now feed my sheep. Just enjoy the moment, God is saying. Just enjoy it. And I pray, God, take me out of the way of it. Anything, not just dancing, anything. You understand? It's like, God, take me out of it. 
take my own thoughts, my ways out of it. I don't want to see anybody. I'm not doing this for anybody. I don't want to be seen and hurt. I don't want to be always in the front. I don't want people to only see me. Father, I want to just see you out there. I want to feel you. I'm doing this for you. All of me for all of you. Even as a mother, I'm doing the best unto you. My son made me an ice cream cone. And he felt like it was the worst ice cream. I was like, Mom, I could have did better than this. This cone looked a mess. You sure you want to eat this? I could make you another one. I thought in the church. And he felt like, you know, he was trying to do his best to make it so perfect. And all of a sudden, here goes an opportunity for prosperity. And I said, son, it's one of the best cones you ever made me, actually. Really? He looking at how it looked. No, it's not about how it's presented. It's because you had a heart to do it for me. You did it cheerfully. And that's how God looks at us. I'm not looking at that $2 in the collection plate. I'm looking at that $10,000. I'm looking at your actions, your demonstration regarding doing it for me. That's why Abel's offering was so much more than Cain's. But naturally, Cain put in more. But spiritually, Abel released much more. He released cheer. You could be cheerful with a penny if that's what you have. You understand? And God was sharing that with me to share with my kid. And he was like, his confidence went way up the law. Really, Mom? It's the best one? Yeah. Because the thing about it is, how can I, how dare I to complain if I asked him to go get it for me? See, I'm a mother that not going to keep asking my kid to get everything. Because I remember how I felt my mother kept doing it to me. Nene, yes. Hand me the remote. I'm like, it's right there. But I wouldn't say that. Or I would have probably ate that remote. <laughs> or got hit upside my head with the remote. <laughs> you understand? And right after, call me again. Nate, Nate, yeah. Give me something to drink. Okay. Why didn't you ask me that when I got the remote? <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I got the drink. Call me again. Nate, Nate, yes. Oh, let me change my voice. Yes. And you know, sometimes we in the room like, ugh, ugh. Oh, God, just stop it and move it. I'm like, just leave me alone. Yes. <laughs> Give me some ice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. And my son has never done that. I'll call him 10 times. The same cheer he would have every time. Sure. Would you like anything else? Here. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So it caused me to ask him so much. Because it makes me feel like I need to do it myself sometimes too. <laughs> you understand? Speaking of my kid. God taught me how to 
to be a mother to him as he's a father to me. So how he responds to me as my God, as my father, as my friend, I respond to my kid the same way. One time I spanked my kid, he was young. And you know what he did as a response? He went in my room. I'm like, what is he going to do? He going to fall out and cry some more? He went to go get my foot tub, filled it up with water and put my pebbles in it, crystals in it, and got a towel and grabbed my feet. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm going to soak your feet and wash your feet for you, mom. I said, give me one second, please. I went in the room. I couldn't hide back my tears. I closed the door and I wept. Out of frustration, I spanked the kid because I didn't have any patience. No matter if I had to say the same thing over and over. How many times God said to us over and over? And in fact, he remember our sins no more and have us to start over. And I spanked my kid. And we think God spanks us. He don't spanks us. We feel the conviction based upon his goodness because we feel like we should have done it because we know we should have done it. We know better than that. And I cried. How can I beat this kid who's willing to wash my feet right after I beat him? So I didn't have to beat my kid. So many other ways that I can teach my kid. And then years and years later, I wind up spanking him another time. He was a little older. And guess what happened, guys? And it missed me, you know, reaching the belt and it hit him. I'm like, turn around. He didn't cry. He was taking it. Then all of a sudden, he looked at me and was like, hold on, please, just wait. He said that, please, hold on, just wait. Now you visionize your kid or loved one saying that to you. You're beating, and they turn around and say, please, hold on, just wait with authority. And not over you as a parent, but as a citizen in the kingdom. Hold on a second, please, just wait. It don't have to come to this. And he looked up at God, closed his eyes, reached his hands out, and embraced a different reality. God is showing me a money bag. Me? A money bag? I receive it. If I have a money bag, you have a money bag. <laughs> and God pointed to me like, you, Quenisha, you. Like, uh, who was that? Oprah was like, you get a car. You get a car. God is like, you get this money bag. <laughs> okay, I'll take it. <laughs> You understand? <laughs> and he looked up at God and he lifted his hands up and closed his eyes and was like, like he tapped into a different world, a different reality, the kingdom. It was like, this is not a reality that I am from and that I want to encounter. So let me tap into that world. And he stopped me from being, please, wait a second, please. And he lifted up his hands and closed his eyes and looked up at God. And it's just like, I couldn't continue beating with that. I'm looking like, if you tap it into a different world, then what world am I operating from? Frustration. Ah. Our kids teach us. And God said to me to say to you, if you have a child or children 
that seems to keep plucking, plucking, and plucking. And they're not, you know, children that's like with anger issues or with like saying negative words or out of character, like, I hate you, get on my nerves, your mom, you know, slamming doors and stuff like that. No. If you have a child that just keep plucking, plucking, like, seem to be irritating, that's the enemy trying to distance you from your kid. He's trying to cause you and I to hate, us as parents, to hate and disregard being around our children. Because he knows that we are created to teach them in the way they should go. He knows that they are our legacy. And he's trying to cut off our legacy. You understand? He's trying to shorten our supply. Because each generation gets greater. So if we feel irritated about our kids, then we're going to disregard them. Go get on your phone. Go get on your tablet. Go play the game. Go outside. Go with your friends. Get away from me. And if our children are away and disregarded, how can we impart an impact in their lives? We got to go through that, you understand, process of being stretched when they come to our kids, talking to them in ways we never did, hugging them, even if we don't, we, we didn't grow up being affectionate. It starts somewhere, and God's going to start with us. You understand? And He's not going to stop with us. He may start with us because you and I may not have, you know, have grew up, grown up in a home with love and affection. Some have not, you know, grew up in a home. Everybody eating at the table together and talking and loving. That's why God had these shows, you know, these sitcoms and, you know, back in the day, like Full House and Family Matters. You know, the facts of life, wonder years. Because those shows would give a problem and a solution. And every time it leads up, even what's that different strokes? The Cosby show. And when it leads up to the correction, there goes the theme music. Because everybody needs that love and affection. When we do things wrong, it's not just a beating. It's not going your room, you're punished. No, let me explain to you. I don't have to explain to my kid. That's a kid. I'm an adult. You just do what I say. No, if we just keep saying what to do and not explain why we're saying what, why not to do the things that they're trying to do, they're going to be rebellious because you're not, and I'm not explaining. Why can't I show my body? Why can't I hang out at, after my curfew? Why can't I go to this party filled with drinking? Why can't I have a girlfriend? Why can't I have a boyfriend? God explained due to our testimonies. Well, let me just tell you why. Because guess what? At your age, and this is how I talk, you know, at your age, I made a mistake like that. And guess what happened? I felt like I disappointed my mother. The person didn't really care about me. I felt stupid. I felt alone. I felt like I shouldn't have done that. And that's why I'm telling you, I don't want you to do that. You don't want to feel like that, do you? Because if we don't wait, it's going to happen. If you stay out late, I stayed out late. And guess what? It's people that stay out late now and they don't make it back home. It's gunshots. Some people end up in jail, making a wrong decision. Could get kidnapped, hurt. Anything can happen. It's not safe to be out there at night. That's why I say come in. And you know why? Because you have to get up early for school. You don't want to go to school tired because you care about your education, right? Yeah. See what I'm saying?
Hallelujah. I thank God that we are seeing the fruit of our labor regarding our parenting, regarding us in ministry, period. Hallelujah. God said to me to say to you, don't ever just walk away without an explanation. That's unfair. That's selfish. It's unthoughtful. It's unkind. And it's ungodly. If we have a friend, if we in a relationship, if we are married, and for some reason, we're not feeling it anymore. God says, if we even choose to walk away, don't just get up and leave without an explanation. Got to be honest. I'm walking away. It don't mean forever. It could be right now. Right now, I'm walking away because of whatever the reason is. But don't just walk out on anybody, say of God. And I'm giving you my testimony because I was about to do that. I was going to sneak and get a divorce. And trust me, it could be done. Anything could be done these days. Do they know? Sure they know. <laughs> they really don't. You understand? And I was going to just have this, this person serve the papers. And get it. Here you go. Bye. And God said, that is not honoring. That is not honoring, Quenisha. You are a minister of the gospel. You cannot walk off on anybody and expect to gain souls for the kingdom like that. Because that is also a soul. You can't win all the souls I have you except that one. You have to show your godly character. Now you go and confront that man and you sit down at the table and you let that man that he's not the man for you. Let him know that. I was like, oh God, what if he don't accept the divorce? Oh God, what if he make it hard for me? What if he do things and try to blackmail me? And some things like that have happened. But overall, the person felt the same way. Good. I'm glad. But if we are if we are people that's doing everything we're supposed to do right, as a person, help building people's confidence and building up their self-esteem and, you know, helping them and do that, they're not going to want that to leave. This marriage, I'm not happy in this, but I don't want you to leave because my life's been better since you've been in it. In other words, who else going to put up with my crap? You understand? So there was a little bit of blackmailing going on. We're from, you know, it could go from, sure, we getting this, we don't want this divorce. So hold on, do I really want this? Who gonna take my crap? Yeah, I'm cheating. Yeah, I'm I'm not happy with her. You know, it's not working. We move way too fast. We don't even know each other. I get it. I understand where she's coming from. I feel the same way, but who else gonna put up with my crap like she has been doing? She's been putting up with some crap. Who gonna put up with that? Not these women. Maybe it's not a good idea overall. 
Let me blackmail her. If you if you go further with this, I know how much you care about God. I know how much you care about preaching. I'm going to tell everybody who, you know, the whole world lies on you. That you're not no real, you know, woman of God. You do this, going to make up all kinds of things. And they're going to believe me because they're going to wonder, why am I making up things like that? And I was like, oh, God, please don't do that. I was begging. Please don't do that. You know how much I care about people. You know how much I care about God's will. Hold on, wait a second. Why am I pleading with Satan? And I'm not calling this man Satan. I'm calling the plan. Satan, hold up. Hold up. And did I say it one day? I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to show these videos of you. Well, guess what? I don't care. At first, I was like crying. Because us as women and us as men, you know, you wear certain things and, you know, such and such and cetera, et cetera. You know, et cetera, et cetera. And something's been captured. You want me to put this picture on social media of you like that? No, please, please. Why would you do that? I was wearing that for you. No, you want me to put that on there? Want people to see you, you know, unclothed? No, no, no. Then I was like, wait a second. I don't care. <laughs> but I did care. But I was like, I don't care. I got tired of being, you know, bullied and blackmailed. Taken advantage of. I don't care. Do what you're going to do. I don't care anymore. It got old. It got boring. And the person was like, oh, they know what to do. So they erased them. All the pictures were erased. All the blackmailing stopped. So long, so long. You understand? Some people are still with the same person because they're scared to leave because they're threatened. <clears throat> You're not going to leave without me. There's only one way out of this relationship, and that's death. I'll kill you and me. And many people are scared. Do it then. Here, do it. You understand? Cannot walk in fear. Because I'm leaving out this today. Thank God I didn't listen to those movies. Go put baby oil on the floor behind the person in the shower. Oh, God. I'm like, come on, Tyler Perry. You trying to send me to jail? <laughs> God. Go get those grits, Medea said. Get grits. Yeah. Those first degree, second degree burns. I'm going to jail. <laughs> you understand? And I thank God that it's over. It's over. It's over. Forever over. 
And God sent to me to give you my testimony because many of you have walked off without saying anything. I don't, I don't owe them no explanation, but you do. Because you tied that soul to yours. And it's still tied until you untie it properly. And the right way to do it properly is to say as to why you are untying that knot. And for us who are waiting for God to say to us, stay or leave, it's because we have not addressed the situation. We ran out. We are not supposed to run out on people, guys. Now see if your life is in danger. Someone trying to tie you up or shoot you, you get the heck up out of there. But if it's a person that you just not choosing to say anything to and just roll out. We can't do that. That's like being stood up at the altar. Can't do that. That's like getting hired on a job and yet somebody take your position. That's not okay. It's like cooking dinner and everybody eat but you. That's not okay. You understand? That's like sowing seed and not receiving a harvest. <laughs> That's not okay. Hallelujah. I'm still not sleeping. I don't know what God is doing. I receive it though, God. God. You know what? I just gave this word yesterday. God. God has shown me how prophetic I really can be. Like I just said to you guys, you know, receive it. It is about to take place. And here I am, you know. Like my life is about, not no, about my life has changed. This about to happen. This about to happen. Every vision, every dream about to come to pass. My God. We could be so excited and pumped up and we still are, you know? And then as soon as that day come, that's like a man with cold feet at the altar. You've been planning for this all this time. Why are you nervous now? You understand? Or a woman with cold feet, whatever. Hallelujah. Regarding anything in ministry, it's like getting up there in front of the mic and don't say anything. And you've already been prepared as to what to get on there to say. It's like getting your, your painting, you know, together, your portrait and your paints, and don't paint anything. Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. Sleepy just came right up on me. It just rushed me. So that's God's way of saying, okay, that's it. Thank you, guys. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Whew. That came upon me very heavy, God. I love you guys so much. It's like, okay, I'm out. <laughs> you understand. I love you. <laughs>